everybody. I'm Cam Stewart with your Fantasy Sports News Update. It's draft lottery time tonight. The NBA's annual draft lottery will take place at 8.30 p.m. ahead of Game 1 of the Western Conference Final between the Golden State Warriors and Portland Trailblazers. For the first time since 2005, the lottery odds have changed, and that impacts the NBA's worst New York Knicks' chances of selecting first overall, but they still have great odds. The NBA's worst team went from having a 25% chance of getting the first pick now to a 14% chance, this to discourage teams from tanking. The worst the Knicks can do is get the fifth pick. Under the old system, fourth would be the worst that they can do. The teams with the best odds, guys, tonight at 14%. The Knicks at 14%. The Cavs and Suns all at the top of the list. The Chicago Bulls have a 12.5% chance to win. Atlanta at 10.5. They round out the top five. Washington has a 9% chance. New Orleans, Memphis, and Dallas all at 6%. Minnesota, 3%. The Lakers at 2 Well, Sacramento, Miami, and Charlotte have the lowest odds at the number one pick, just 1% each. As for game one of that Western final, Golden State hosts Portland tonight at 9 o'clock after the draw. The Warriors laying 7.5, total up to 220.5. Kevin Durant out for tonight, doubtful for game two with that calf injury. He's going to be reevaluated Thursday. Series price, Golden State minus 525, Portland plus 400. As the Raptors and the Bucks, they get things kicked off on Wednesday night, 8.30. Lines still out. Bucks minus 6, total 218. Series price, Bucks minus 300, Toronto plus 240. To win the title, Golden State, the big favorites at minus 175. The Minnesota Timberwolves plan to interview Miami Heat assistant coach Juwan Howard and Blazers assistant David Vanterpool for their head coaching position in the upcoming days. NHL playoff hockey, Eastern Conference tonight tonight at 8 o'clock. Carolina hosting Boston. Canes minus 120, total at uh, 5. Bruins leading the best of seven series, 2 to nothing. The Canes not announcing their starting goaltender till game time. Odell Beckham Jr. ready on the gridiron and looking good. OBJ participating in his first on-field practice today with the Cleveland Browns, also making a few stellar catches. The all-star receiver hopes the Browns can make the playoffs for the first time since 2002. Free agent defensive end Deion Jordan has received a 10-game suspension for violating the NFL's policy on performance-enhancing drugs. <coughs> the former Oregon Ducks spent the last two years in Seattle tallying five and a half sacks in 17 appearances. Some sad news after a courageous battle with cancer, Buffalo Bills superfan Ezra Castro, a.k.a. Pancho Bila, has died at the age of 39. His passion for family, friends, and the Buffalo Bills will always be remembered. Dodgers pitcher Julio Urias was suspended on suspicion of domestic battery following an incident at a shopping place in L.A. A witness telling police that Urias was arguing with a woman before shoving her to the ground. This according to TMZ. The woman denied anything physical took place and sending was just a verbal disagreement. He was booked on misdemeanor charges with a bond set for $20,000. According to the LAPD, he was bailed out today. MLB says they're in the process of gathering the facts. Games in effect right now. Indians and White Sox live. Indians up 8 to nothing now in the top of the sixth inning. Tonight's sked. Yankees and Orioles, they do battle at 635 Eastern time. Yanks 258.5, Kashner and half. 640, we got the Cubs minus 130 at the Reds, 9.5, Hendricks and Rourke. Two more at 7.05, Milwaukee minus 120 at Philly, 8.5. Woodruff takes on Eikhoff. The Brewers have promoted top prospect Keston Hiera to the big leagues. He is the 15th ranked prospect in baseball, according to MLB Pipeline. Mets laying 150 at Washington, 8.5, Syndergaard and Hellickson. Three games at 7.10, Colorado at Boston. The Red Sox are minus 250, total 8, Freeland and Sale, 7.10. Houston minus 210 at Detroit, total 10.5, Miley and Carpenter. Tampa Bay, minus 135 at Miami. Six and a half, Morton and Smith. 720 action, St. Louis, minus 130 at Atlanta. Nine, Flaherty and Fulton Evans. 740 action, we got Los Angeles and Minnesota. The Twins, minus 145.9. Pedrosian and Gibson, 815 action. Texas at Kansas City. The Royals, minus 145. Nine and a half, Miller and Duffy. 
940 Pittsburgh and Arizona. D-backs minus 159. Musgrove and Wheeler, 945 Toronto and San Fran, 7.5 Thornton and Vincent, and two more at 10-10. San Diego at the Dodgers. Dodgers minus 167. Paddock and Kershaw, and at 10-10, Oakland takes on Seattle. The A's minus 120. Anderson versus Leaky Roof. Serena Williams withdrawing from the Italian Open. She will not meet her sister Venus. She's moved on to the third round. Gabe Morency hosts Red Heat and Rage Radio. Stick around. We got George Kurtz stopping by, former PGA player and current golf broadcaster Mark Carnival, and so much more. Hour one of Red Heat and Rage coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game, Game time decisions. decisions. All right, let's roll. Game time decisions. Ready to rage. Our radio, Fantasy Sports, our radio network, iHeart uh, Radio, now on YouTube uh, as well. I'm Gabriel Morenci. We're going down in New York where there's a big, uh, big buzz uh, for the uh, NBA uh, draft, even though the draft isn't here. I think it's Chicago, uh, actually, uh, tonight. Uh, never really thought about where the draft uh, was. They don't really do it like the um, – they don't do it. Uh, like the the NFL with the you know the the big crazy three day, uh three day monster rock slash country music, uh festival. Of course, next year the NFL draft will be in Las Vegas. I'm thinking about uh, going there, and I'm sure the raging redhead, uh Cam Stewart, uh will probably be considering uh, coming down to Las Vegas as well. It's never a bad time to go to Vegas. What's up, Cam? Yeah, what's happening, Moretti? Uh, I got the emails though. Getting expensive. You know, Vegas, they love to fleece the people and all ready for this thing. I'm already getting emails from the hotels. Hey, Vegas, next draft. So, hey, bring your wallet, Marantz. You know this is going to be a screw job when it comes. Open it up. They will take. That's a good point, actually. I probably will it's not. It's going to be really. Uh, I, I'm not going. I, I got. I would be a liar to tell you, hey, if, I, if, it, if we can get some kind of deal, sure. But I'm not paying $400 to stay in some no. dump hotel that I used to stay for 50 bucks. It's not happening. No, and that's that's the thing, man. <laughs> the old Vegas greed. They the are getting greed. really greedy down there. I, we, it left a real sour taste in my mouth when me and Lisa went on our last trip when we're calling you to the show. Everything's extra fees here, whatever. Uh, Vegas, the football team hasn't got in there. Due to the Golden Knight success, you're getting fleece. There's none of this. Remember I used to tell you, Gabe, hey, we're going down the D for like 32 bucks. The resort fees cost more than the hotel now. Like there is no $30 room. I used to do it at, even at the El Cortez is like 50, 60 now for the dump. So good luck. If you want to, you stay in Vegas and do it right. You're looking at 150, but it's, it's out of control now. I won't be going there too much. I know you're a, uh, you're a Seahawk fan, but you should probably get a Raider hat. Uh, since you're a co-owner of the Raiders, everybody that goes yeah. to Vegas, basically <laughs> pays for them. We've been so much where we, we should get a percentile of the team. God, yeah, but it's, it's not so like brutal. they add like, it's not like, oh yeah, we're just going to add, you know, everyone, you know, every tourist will pay 80 cents. They're like, no, no, no. You know what? We'll just charge everybody that comes to Vegas 13 bucks. <laughs> like, I know. Like basically, it's like you were already charging like 37 Yeah, yeah, but that was for the hockey team. Yeah. It's like basically because nobody there wants to pay for the team. So they're like, well, we'll just uh, we'll just pass it on to, to we'll make a hotel tax, hotel tax, hotel tax. But it's to the point where it's like, yeah, well. Yeah. It's it's not worth going, but uh, but anyways, that's uh, that's besides the point. Still, it it's a fun town. Point. Yeah. It is a real fun town, but the good news for you, Marenzi, is now with New York, you got the FanDuel Sportsbook there. It's like 
the thing about Vegas, when we'll get off this topic, is they still think they're like the only game in town when they don't really realize is yeah, there's flow. lots of there's lots of games. Don't worry, we can bet anywhere, Vegas. We're not we don't need the Westgate or this and that, whatever. Like you know what I mean? They talk about I'll tell it's the you only honestly, you gamble, you got offshore accounts. It's pretty simple. I'll tell you honestly, and you know, I'm I'm, I'm all honest about this. The there's a couple of beautiful rooms in Vegas when it comes to sports books. You know what I mean? Yep. You know, like you know, nice leather couches, and you know, you go over to uh, the Palazzo and stuff, and there's Wolfgang Puck. It's not chicken wings; it's Wolfgang Puck. You know, if, that, if that's what you want. But from a betting standpoint, has it been a better place than Fanduel? They got the betting machines now, man. You can bet on triple doubles, how many points, this odds boost, that. Go and try to buy a half point in Vegas. They look at you like you asked to donate a kidney. Exactly. Can I buy a half point? We don't do that. <laughs> we don't do that here. Well said. Well, yeah, yeah, I, well start doing well, it then. Yeah, you want to yeah, figure it business? out. Start doing yeah. it. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Now on uh, YouTube, uh, as Cam alluded to uh, during his uh, excellent update, uh, Mark Carnaval is going to join us. Uh, you got to like that, that Cam, little uh, some golf, golf uh, channel, uh, Sirius XM Golf. Yeah, he's actually the uh, PGA Rookie guy. of the Year. Correct. Mark Carnaval was the Rookie of the Year. I used to listen to him when I worked, Gabe. Remember, I did the morning hockey show on XM. Uh, uh, channel 204 with Bossy Potvin and the Islander uh, crew there. So, yeah, I used to listen to PGA Tour Radio, and they'd come on the show every once in a while. Carnival's a good guy, and uh, I'll ask him. I'm watching Beth Page right now, Gabe. I'm watching Tiger on the range. He's wearing a toque. It looks cold. The course is going to play long. Going to yeah, be interesting. It's, uh, a little chilly <laughs> and cool. And uh, as, you know, like I said, it rains more in New York than I think it does in Vancouver and Seattle uh, combined. So yeah, we've got uh, Mark Conaval will join us. We're going to talk some uh, some golf uh, with Mark. Uh, we've got a triple crown winner. I think the only living triple crown winner, Mike Smith. Nice. Uh, Mike, Mike Smith uh, joined us on the morning show uh, today. We'll replay our conversation. He's riding. He's on the uh, on the Mount of Improbable. The who favorite. Is, uh, yeah, going to be the favorite in the Preakness. I think he's going to win uh, the Preakness. And we've got George Kurtz, Colonel Kurtz, and. I said earlier, the city of New York is on pins and needles. The tension is high. Um, everywhere I go, people are talking about the NBA draft lottery. There's like 7.8 million Nick fans in Gotham anxiously awaiting 8.30 Eastern time tonight. One New Yorker that will not be anxiously awaiting the NBA lottery tonight. Colonel George Kurtz. What's up, Kurtz? I did know a lot of the lottery was, was tonight. I knew about it. At least heard, you knew. Yeah. Oh, he knows. I heard he it like five knows. minutes ago. I literally heard it like five minutes ago. On uh, <laughs> oh. I think I'm watching ESPN or something like that. They, they said it's tonight, or maybe I saw it on my update, or else I would not have known. So, what player, George? Is, what player, George? Does everybody want in the lottery tonight? 
Uh, a tall guy. Uh, be a tall guy. Uh, I have no idea. The only thing I know about is I saw your tweet yesterday uh, that the uh, what the uh, I guess is it the New Orleans team, the Pelicans, that the stupid yeah, game yeah. down there that they might uh, they were interested in the number one pick for Davis, and uh, I think you assume that's not going to happen. A rumor that it might happen. That's the only that's the only thing I could possibly tell you. Uh, tall guy, uh, probably with uh, probably a male. Uh, I'm going to go on a limb. Probably there. black. I would assume probably black. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, that's a good assumption as well. Uh, maybe a center. A center's big there. People seem like up the middle in most sports. I, I have no clue. So, uh, what about? So you, what, have you heard of Zion Williamson before? Yes. Yeah, I know. Yes, I have. How could you not? I mean, he's, even I've heard of Zion. He's he the got guy. During the he's, college he's, season. He's the guy. He's the man. He's, he's Damn. The if you would have gave me a choice, man, like a multiple choice, I would have guessed Zion too. Well, I I assume you were going to rattle off Zion. I was going to say, all right, who are the other two guys in the top three? But then I'd be I always, ha- always hated fill fill in questions, man. Multiple choice, man. What a doubt pick C. <laughs> yeah. I've always, yeah, of course, even as a kid, I always liked multiple choice. You got to punch your chat, George. <laughs> I think they actually once thought he once that uh, one that one in doubt pick C thing was the right thing to do. C was the answer more often than A, B, or D. It was, huh? I, that's, I'm, not, I'm not joking. That was a study. That someone did a study on it, and I guess that's what people make the answers more often than not. As far as that, I mean, listen, it was a couple of percentage points higher than the other, so. It give you, like I said, a puncher's chance to get it right. <laughs> George Kurtz with us. So, um, what do you think, uh, Cam? I think Cam will be okay with this, but what do you think, uh, George? I bet on the NBA lottery tonight. Nice. Shocking. Nice. I mean, shocked, yes. George, huh? Well, oh, yeah, I'm totally floored. The next game, 14% yeah, yeah, I got caught up. Of course you did. Plus, you bet plus 500, Cam. Hey, sounds good to me. Yeah, Fifty dollars yeah. pays two fifty. <laughs> it sounds and it's great too. You know everyone on Twitter if the Knicks win, oh, they fixed, think it's fixed, 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 fixed. Do you think so, it's fixed? I'll ask you, Cam. Do you think it's if, fixed? If tonight? the Knicks win, yeah. If the Knicks win, I do think it's fixed. <laughs> I almost see the, the uh, story. I almost see the, the story. Knicks percentages tonight. Knicks win, get Zion, and the world is gonna flip. It's yeah, and Kevin Durant, Durant. We do it. And Kevin Everyone Durant it. goes. Durant's going Kevin there. Durant goes That's to the why Knicks. I was sixteen to one at the ball. Kyrie yeah. Irving. Kyrie Irving. You get some scraps. Yeah, and then hey, Knicks are like yeah, fourteen to one. So they're sixteen right now. Books aren't stupid. <laughs> hey, I'll tell dumb. you what. If Jay Cornegay and the Westgates got him at sixteen to one, there's a damn reason. <laughs> like you know I know saying? exactly. That's what I'm I, saying. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so there's fourteen percent chance, George. So everyone's optimistic about this. And Cardano tweeted me and Mike Florio. He goes, guys, he goes, if I told you you had a 14% chance yeah, of living that today, too. would you be excited? And I said, Cam, it's better than the odds I'm probably dealing. <laughs> I agree. I think 14 I'll take. But yeah. then again, other people have 14% too. Remember, Gabe, we're the best out of it. So New York's got 14, Cleveland's got 14, and Phoenix yeah, has yeah. got 14. So me, you, yeah. and another individual, maybe Yang, but... I know he doesn't eat pork or anything, so he's a better diet. Like, yeah, if you told us we're all got 14%, I'd say, hey, man, we're doing all right. I got no problem with that. Chicago's got 12%, and uh, the Atlanta Hawks, Chicago. 10%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what about Chicago? A sneaky feeling about uh, Harry the Hawk uh, climbing the board. Ah, ah, yeah. uh, 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 I just I feel it. And in yeah. fact, I put my money down on it. Hey. I bet. That the Atlanta Hawks is pretty hardcore. Would finish in the top three of the lottery tonight. I like that actually. I, 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 hey, I like Zion that, George. Williams, he's from Hawks. Is anybody man. more interested in the lottery tonight than you, other than the Knicks? 
I'm not the only one. People love the NBA. Dude, the future, this is like Sidney Crosby, bro. Like, George, I'll put it in context. This is Ovechkin and Crosby. This is like Wayne Gretzky type stuff. Like, Zion Williamson, there's... Yeah, like he's franchise changing. What about John Moran? The the NHL, right? The NHL, you have a 19% chance if you have the first overall... Well, is that what Ottawa who, had? I like, I think, I like I what the NBA did. a stud, bro. Yeah, he is. Yeah, a yeah. Stud. The NBA made it harder to tank. They're like, no, 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 no. You guys, now it's you, yeah. You're not guaranteed uh, now anymore. Yeah, I said it in the update, Gabe. Just doing a little bit, so it went from 25 percent to 14 percent, and I think that's a great move by the league, or else more teams are going to tank. So, and you got three teams at 14 percent. Sounds good to me. It's anybody's um, chance. I think baseball is going to go to it as well, some kind of system like this, because teams, baseball has become the haves and haves not, have nots yep. big times. Everyone's tanking. True. So what's the order of the NHL draft uh, upcoming this year, George? Not good for the Islanders. Nope. Devils and no, Rangers. No, 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 that's true. The <laughs> Devils and the Rangers, two, one, two, man. That hurts. Going to be the other two. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's Devils and Rangers country, Gabe. God. <laughs> That couldn't work out any worse. The NHL, number one picks are going to be in New York, bro. Uh, it's all coming around, buddy. It's all coming around. And everything's going to freak comes out. Too. Oh, yeah, it's, trust me. Things are going to change real quick there, real fast. But there's a, rumor, there's a rumor that the Pelicans told the Knicks, listen, if you get Zion Williamson, number one, we'll give you Anthony Davis right now. Yeah. And... Supposedly, the Knicks are interested in doing this. It's coming out now. People posted the Knicks saying, "Yeah, they're they're actually into this. I'm they're right. effing insane if they do this. Can't do it." Anthony Davis it's is crazy. For a guy with one one eyebrow that always gets I, hurt and leaves all the yeah. time, screw that. Zion that, that, Williamson could be the best. No deal. No deal. Uh, no. You no can deal. keep AD. Yeah, screw yeah. you, AD. Go play with LeBron. Have fun. Um, all right, uh, George Kurtz uh, with us. Um, so it looks like, George, at least we get some baseball in down at the stadium tonight, huh? Maybe. They're still yeah. calling for rain here. Uh, I know checking out the DFS uh, sites of uh, the weather, they think there could be an in-game delay at some point. Right. It's supposed to rain. I know where I live, it's supposed to rain at 8, 9 o'clock tonight, and then pretty much rain uh, for, for hours. So the Yankees, uh, it's a good thing it's 6.30 start time. Maybe it gives them a little bit of a break there. But I always worry about umpires know this too. And I wonder if that strike zone is now going to be, you know, maybe 24 inches, not 18. Also, the high <laughs> strike, the low strike, everything's yeah. getting cold because the umpires want to get out of there before the rain too, especially at the last night's disaster. I like your style. I like that. You had some hands happening. He called the game last night saying, do gloomy, gloomy. They postponed the game. It's against the or- uh, Orioles, right? You can make that thing up, but. People change their days, you know. Hey, let's go down to the Yankees game, and they waited a, a long time for that crap. But uh, yeah, it's gloomy here you again. Did not I've never want seen to be out in the stadium gloomy. last night, Cam. Even nope. if I did make change all my plans to attend last night's Yankee game, it was forty-five degrees, rainy, and cold. No, thank you. We That's a football game. Bit before George, when you and I were on absolutely, Twitter absolutely, that game should be canceled on three o'clock. Yep. All right, we'll hit the NHL on the other side. Blue. Plus win situation. Yeah, eat Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Hey, at least you got the booze last night. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. 
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Kicking it uh, with us uh, right now, Mark Carnival will uh, join us. Uh, Mike Smith, Triple Crown winner, uh, will talk uh, Preakness Stakes. He's riding Improbable, who is uh, the favorite. Um, you know what? Uh, we got big news as far as um, as far as Sports Grid, uh, the Fantasy Sports uh, Network. And uh, FanDuel in the Meadowlands, but we'll get to that a little bit uh, later on. So uh, we've got George Kurtz uh, with us. George, uh, before we get to tonight's game, what do you think of the uh, the St. Louis and the San Jose series so far? Interesting, right? I thought uh, St. Louis made some adjustments yesterday. All right, they realized in game one the, their system wasn't working, so maybe they would maybe they were a little shell shocked, whatever it might be. Uh, they played a much better game yesterday. Logan Couture was really the only player that showed up for the Sharks yesterday. We've seen this before from the Sharks, where they just take games off. It's weird for a team that's as talented as they are. Uh, Blues are, have been a better road team than a home team, so was, I think yesterday in some ways might have been a, um, almost a must win for them because they've had trouble at home in the playoffs here. And San Jose, every series so far they've lost game two at home. Strange. Strange the way the, the, these patterns keep working here. Thought it was uh, I, I want to see more entertaining games. Both games have been blowouts. You know, at least not third period. They really haven't been all that close. So uh, I still think San Jose is going to pull this series out. I think they're going to end up uh, going to the cup here. But I think the series is going seven. Yeah, I think uh, I think San Jose is going to find a way uh, as well. So uh, Cam, we'll get back into this series, uh, but I'll throw it to you now, Cam. What do you think about uh, tonight's uh, hockey game? We got uh, Boston. Going into Carolina here, and we should know, man. Carolina, they were down two nothing against uh, the Washington Capitals, right? So this team has, they have been, you know, they've had their backs against the wall already. Um, but you know, obviously, it's a must-win situation tonight for them, and they've got to stay out of the penalty box. Like, you know, they do. They I'll do. simplify things. I'm not going to play Johnny uh, Don Don Cherry here and do this, do that, do this, do that. But it's not. It's not rocket science, Cam. The difference in this series has been the damn power play goal. You said it, Marenzi. And another thing is, in Carolina, it's, it's you're right. It is not rocket science. How do you beat Boston? It's simple. You pound on their slow defensemen, and they haven't done that. They haven't been physical in the game, and they've been getting uh, shaky goaltending and taking stupid penalties, as you said. Gabe, what do I like about tonight for Carolina? I like the public. The, the public is backing Boston. They think they're going to go up 3 to nothing in the series. I don't think Carolina is going to quit. The bunch of jerks play really good at home. It's only 20 cents. I think uh, they find a way to get it done at home and get back in the series. This is a game I think they win. I'm not sure about game four. And I'll give Kurtz a lot of credit. We talked about this on our weekend show, Gabe. Uh, I don't like the way the, the goaltending situation's been handled either. Morazic's been awful. McElhaney, it's a 1A, 1B situation. You should have put in McElhaney. And that was George's idea. And Morazic hasn't been the same guy. George even said this before it started. He said he, uh, McElhaney should have started. And, Right now, George, you look very good with that uh, bold call, and um, I would have to agree with you. He's been the better of the two. Still not announced as far as tonight. No, uh, they're being all secretive. 
All secret which leads, which le- leads me to believe it'll be McElhaney. What do you think, George? It has to be McElhaney tonight. I mean, you want to say that game one wasn't Mrazic's fault? I'm okay with that. Yeah, I don't think it was either, but game two, he played awful. He was bad. Yep. My theory was, listen, you won three games against the Islands with McElhenney. He was playing well, playing hot, and then, as you just said, they were 1A at 1B all season. It wasn't like Morazic was, you know, Pekka Rene or Jonathan Quick, where he was the obvious number one. That's not the way it was all season. He had won the starting job in March, yes, but all throughout the season, they were just splitting, uh, they were splitting the load here. So I would have gone with McElhenney because he was playing. Morazic was hurt. I wasn't, didn't want to put him in at the 10 days. Of not seeing, you know, practice is one thing. Game action is completely different. Yep. So I would have kept going with McElhenney. Hey, maybe it wouldn't have made a difference. You know, maybe it would have. We will never know here. But I would have gone with McElhenney. I think he has to play tonight. I would be shocked if Brendan Moore doesn't stop McElhenney tonight. Well, he has to. And, you know, he stopped 71 to 75 shots, guys, that he faced yeah. uh, against, against the New York Islanders. I mean, he's played well. The team rallies around him. Um, you know, one thing we should note, too, as far as the Carolina Hurricanes guys came, 5-0 and at home this year in the playoffs. Yep. They won all three games on home ice against uh, against Washington, um, swept the Islanders, obviously, two, two wins there, and uh, here we are. They're playing their first home game, so they're actually perfect on, on home ice, those bunch of jerks. Don Cherry thinks they're all front runners up there, but Front yeah. runners are not. They're loud front runners. <laughs> like, they are. They get they, they get are. their team going. You know what I mean? It's it's an electric building. Like they definitely the Canes definitely feed off that crowd. I think a lot of people will bet Boston Gabe because of uh because because they just think, hey, we've dominated these guys the first two games. That's not the way it works though. Carolina has a tendency to come back. You talked about their tendencies. They're a different team at home. Justin Williams will have something to say tonight, and Boston's gonna be the team to get into penalty trouble. They understand. This game, we say this before, and this is not rocket science, we talk about the first goal tonight is key. You can't let Boston <laughs> score first in your building. Like last night, it was kind of crazy. The Blues scored, and I'm like, wow, this is great. Now, this is exactly what we needed. But to, to your point, Gabe, and, and Curse's point, Logan Gutcher took that team on his back. Hell, he scores a shorthanded goal, a wicked goal. Like, oh, my God, he made Bennington like look back yeah. going five. Logan Couture's awesome. But San, St. Louis is a tough team, and they found a way. Carolina has gritty veterans on their team. This is where the Justin Williamses of the world show up tonight. I really believe they beat Boston 4-2 to two tonight or 5-2. to two. I think Carolina wins by at least two goals tonight, and they get it done. And I like the fact that the public's on the Bruins. Give me the bunch of jerks, Marenzi. You know, I see here that the Boston Bruins have uh, set a team record. 19 different players have scored in the playoffs. Pretty impressive. Really? Wow. Like nine, like I, 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 I don't it's even know be a that. Typo. Oh. Yeah, I don't even know how it's possible. But anyways, <laughs> George, uh, I don't understand this because really, Boston five on five aren't a great team. At least if you look at the numbers, like they really in the playoffs, man. And that was the difference in the Leaf series. They take advantage. They and Marshawn, man, say what you will, but look, he got no. Williams take a penalty, and He's an it's animal. what they do, man. They frustrate you. They get you in the box, and then bam, they score. But honestly, Georgia Camp, I don't know how this team is this good. Like, who the hell is Charlie Coyle, bro? Used to play for the Wild. I know. I know. You know, Marcus Johansson. Like, really? Like, who the hell are these guys? Like, they're all third liners and stuff. But you got to give them credit, man. They, they, These guys are grinders. In a yeah. league of finesse, the Bruins are fighting away. But I still think San Jose will beat them in the final. If they get there, Gabe. I agree with you on all points. 
I, I, I think they Thank you, George. I'm Bobby Blues over here. I don't think St. Louis can win. You guys got to pump the brakes. The Blues are a good All hockey right, team. They're not scared. Yeah, talk to us about the Blues. <laughs> anyway, but that's, that's a great point. Uh, I mean, yeah. I think the series, uh, Caroline has to win tonight. We all know what numbers if you're down 3-0, what you lose 98% yeah, of the done. time. So oh, Caroline has Islanders. to sell out tonight and do everything they yeah. can. Right, they have to win tonight. And play Carolina, that's a great home ice advantage, by the way. It's one of the best in the in the league. Matter of fact, maybe second right after the Coliseum when the Islanders play there. So they, they'll sell out tonight. They will get the calls going their way tonight. I don't think the calls have been atrocious in this series, but I think there have been a couple of ticky tacky ones that you're surprised were called in a playoff game. You know, maybe the the. the uh, the reverse check on Hamilton. Yeah, it got up in his face, but you really had to see that in slow motion to really yeah. see that. I don't know how Austin they ever saw that in the live call, action. George, do not think like they get the. They, it's they, strange. They, I mean, it, I know Gabe can point this out. I don't. I don't know why they would though. I I don't understand. Gabe, me and Gabe talked about this. I don't understand how a team like that mouths off like more Mar- Marchand and other guys like, but they got like, a lot of unlikable guys on that team. Yet it, they almost seem like they're the NHL darlings. Like Carolina's been in the box the whole damn series. Boston does their, their that brings up you see they slew foot and do a lot of crazy stuff, man. They get away with a lot. I don't you know, know what I think, guys. It's up, almost like it's like the Bruins or like the Seattle Seahawks used to play. Yeah, where just, the Seahawks yeah, the, no, the Seahawks perfected this where yeah. they realize just pass interfere on every damn play. Right? Only call it They're not gonna call it all the time. And it's basically to the point where the Bruins have sort of set the bar where, wow, that's just sort of, you know, it's I, I don't know. I, I, it's, it feels that I don't way, Gabe. It's actually kind of an interesting analogy. Oh, it it feels feels I, I can tell you as a ref, guys, that's how, that, that is how it works. You may see 10 penalties. You're not going to call all 10. You're not. Yeah. You're, not. you're just not going to do it. You're, no, well, like, you you is, okay, I'll yeah. just call the worst of the bunch. Even yep. if everything, you, you can see 22 slashes in a row. Man, they pay, NBC's paying money for this stuff. If, they, if, if the referee called, like, everything tonight, George, exactly, there'd be 24 freaking penalties. He'd never work another playoff game. Yeah, you know, part right. of being a ref in the NHL is having the, the the sort of currency to skate by and go up to the benches and say, hey, stop effing around, right? And, you know, so, you know, the refs do have a lot of respect for the players in the NHL. I don't – I think the refing's great in the NHL. I don't really have beef with it. But, it you know, it just seems – and it's been a pattern where Boston Bruin players just get away with more than other teams do. Time and time again. It does seem to be, be that way. It, it, you're right. I mean, when you look at it, it does seem to be that way. I just can't figure out a reason why. You know, they're not a Canadian either. team. Would you figure, okay, they might get a little bit of a break. Is there Canadian an owner there or an executive there? George, George, I got to take offense to that. But, then what is it? But give me a reason then. I mean, listen, I'm an Islander fan. Canada. I mean, you're going to have a tough time telling me the Canadians didn't get the 94 championship series because they're a Canadian yeah. team. No, but and I'm just saying. Whoa, whoa, they whoa, they whoa, gave a goal and they had eight whoa, players whoa, on the whoa, ice. Whoa, 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 whoa. Back up, back up here. The Canadian we, we beat your Islanders in like five games. What are you talking about? Because they know well, that Two they of them were de- uh, directly on the officials. Any Islander fan will tell you that. One goal. I mean, even, I think Kirk Muller said it for the game. Well, it's easy to score a game when you go when you have eight players on the ice. And John LeClaire. Kurtz is showing some hate from 94. Uh, watch that series, guys. The officials are definitely on the Canadian I side. Yeah. That's when the NHL not. did not want the Islanders going on. The Islanders had nobody. Oh, they didn't want TV. the Islanders. You guys weren't that good. Yeah, Glenn Healy was your goalie. Come on. Oh, I know the Islanders weren't that good. I fully admit that. The, the NHL was pissed that the Islanders beat Pittsburgh and sent Lemieux and Yager home. 
Yeah. The Angels so, so didn't want that. The Angels probably put out a hit on David Volek. No, I'm not. I'm not going to deny that the, the NHL would have been pulling for the Habs over the Islanders in that spot. Oh, for sure, I can admit that. Uh, George Kurtz. George, just you I don't wish, understand. I on, wish we didn't have to go now. We we got George. I know. Oh, Canada would get a break. They hate Canada. But they can't All like right. Boston. They just can't like Boston. It doesn't make any sense. I don't, I don't know. It's like the Patriots. Original six the team? Patriots Is that get, where we're going? Why did the Patriots get four calls against the Chiefs in that game? I don't get it. Well, stop them on third down, Casey. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Don't let your shot clock run out. Take a shot at opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book, by going to FanDuel.com slash grid, and you'll receive a free bet up to 500 bucks. That's a free bet up to 500 bucks when you open up a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Call into the show with your winning wagers and talk us through the bets. We'd love to hear from you. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid, open a new account, claim your free wager of up to 500 bucks today, and we got uh, hockey tonight, PGA Golf on Thursday. Great time to be in the sports wagering business, Marenzi. Well done, uh, Cam. Well done. Um, so uh, we promised uh, you a great uh, show, and uh, we're delivering uh, so far. Thanks to Colonel Kurtz uh, for Kurtz, joining us. Yeah. Although, I don't know what that was on the way out there. About well, a shot at Canada. Neat, neat, neat. Wow. <laughs> 1993, what Kurtz is upset about penalties being called from 1990. The New York Islanders lost in five games. I don't know what his beef is, but let's bring in a man. Let's talk... Uh, so um, right here in New York right now, the weather the weather hasn't been great, man. It's cool, it's cold, it's been raining, and uh, it's sunny for 10 minutes, and then it's raining again. Um, how much of an impact is this going to have on the PGA Championship uh, this week? Let's speak to uh, Mark Carnival right now, a man who was the, the PGA Rookie of the Year. How freaking cool uh, is that? And a man that I have to ask, too, since his father, uh, Ben, was a basketball coach uh, with, the, with the Mideas, how uh, you played golf instead of hoops. Uh, Mark, welcome to the program. Uh, thank, thank you very much uh, for joining us. I was going to say, I guess you got to wait for, like, um, you know, a power forward, but not the height, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was a really good shooting guard. But, uh, <laughs> no, it was, uh, it, you know, as far as playing basketball, I love playing basketball. But uh, when my father basically retired from coaching and moved on to uh, athletic administration as an AD, uh, we spent a lot of mar- more time together, and and we, you know, he introduced golf to me, and it just kind of worked out that way. So, uh, I know he was happy about that. I mean, I had three brothers who all played basketball, and that was fine. Uh, and I'll admit, I was better than all of them, and even though they played all Division One <laughs> hoops, but uh, that's okay. You know, that, that's I got. At all what point did you radar. know? At what point, like, how old were you when you're like, damn, I'm really good at golf. Like, I'm I'm this good at at that. Was it like 14, 15? Like at, at what what age did, did you really come into your own and realize, you know what, I could do this for real? Yeah, it was about 13 or 14. But even when I went to college, I, I really didn't have any aspirations or, or dreams uh, uh, to play the PGA Tour. And it, it just kind of worked out that way. And I, I worked for Merrill Lynch a little bit 
and I, I just decided, you know what, I'm going to do something I'm, uh, I enjoy, and uh, I get to play a game and make a living at it. So uh, it all worked out good, and now I, now I talk about it. So it's, it's even uh, more icing on the cake. Yeah, and it's easier on the back, uh, easier yeah. on the back, too. So, yes. um, so let, let, let's talk about uh, Beth Page right now. How much of uh, how much of an impact is, is this weather going to have? It's already a pretty ruggish course, isn't it, uh, for golfers to play? Mm-hmm. Well, it, it's without question going to have a big impact uh, on this week and on this championship, uh, as you just mentioned. I mean, it is a, it is a beast to begin with and a challenge uh, for the best players in the world. And the fact... And in, and in a lot of ways, um, in some ways, it, it may play easier in the fact that uh, the fairways are going to be soft. So, you know, tee shots aren't going to be running uh, through fairways into the thick rough. Now you still better hit at the fairways. Uh, and the same thing for approaches to the greens. At least initially, the greens are going to be pretty receptive. So in a lot of ways, that's going to be helpful. But it's going to be a long golf course. And without question, uh, it's going to be an advantage to the guy that hits it a long way and certainly the guy that hits it long and straight. Uh, it, it's, uh, it's probably, I'm trying to remember the actual yardage of the golf course, but it's certainly going to probably play a good four, four or 500 yards longer, uh, due to the softness of the fairways and the greens. And those cams, those, those, uh, those fairways, man, they're thinner than Kate Moss. Like I, I, I saw an overhead shot. <laughs> like, yeah, you can, you can bomb away, man. But wow, yeah. it's like trying Don't to get into the like, cabin. Oh, yeah, it's you'll like, be big like a little like helicopter landing pad out there, guys. Like it's that's a tough course, Cam. <laughs> oh, very tough. Yeah, Mark, I was I was gonna ask you, uh, just looking at the new breed, and it's kind of interesting. Like when you played, you know, you'd have buddies on tour and stuff like that, but it's a little different now. Like Thomas and Fowler and all these guys hang out. But when I look at guys like Brooks Kepka, he seems a little bit different to me. I'm thinking, you know, one of the co-favorites there. He always shows up. He brings his A game in majors, and he seems like the one guy who could go. You know what? If I'm in a duel with Tiger Woods. I'm not going to back out. I just wanted to get your take. I know it's a friendlier type of PGA tour. Now guys are making a hell of a lot of money, but this guy seems to bring his a game in majors. And he seems to be the guy I think that could battle tiger down the stretch. What's your take on him? Oh, no question. I mean, you talk about a lot of talent. I mean, three major championships uh, in his young career and uh, he's got all the tools to do that. And I think it's not only Brooks Kepka, but I think sort of the, uh, uh, the atmosphere and certainly the way the game has changed that all these young players now, uh, you know, obviously most of them took up the game uh, inspired by Tiger and his, you know, his dominance uh, throughout his career. And uh, now that, you know, he's 43 years old and in a lot of cases, he's 20 years older than a lot of these guys. But I think it's just the mentality and the way golf has changed in general and how not only he inspired people, but he, he kind of, you know, Tiger made golf cool. And these guys do that. And, and with the way that college golf is set up now and the way that amateur golf is set up now, uh, they're so more well-prepared than, than when I got on the PGA Tour. I mean, there were, there were tournaments around in the, in, the, in the Web.com Tour, which back then was the Ben Hogan Tour, kind of just started. I mean, I played in state opens around the, the country, and I played overseas you know, in order to get experience. And now these guys have so much good experience, not only in college. Uh, they're playing against one another all the time. I mean, I... I knew a few guys when I got on tour from, from some of my time in college golf, but, you know, I was away from it a little bit. It took me since I, when I graduated from college, it was nine years before I qualified for the tour. So I think there's, there's certainly a different, more camaraderie among some of them. They all know one another pretty well. They travel together. They do things. But 
Now, Brooks Kepka is is a very unique player, and he he has a total belief in his golf game. And when you do that, I don't care whether you're going against Tiger Woods or Jack Nicklaus, whomever, you have that much belief in your own golf game, uh, and you're on uh, that particular week. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's no reason for him to back down from Tiger Woods. I mean, Tiger, without question, there's still, uh, I would say he lost some of that intimidation factor, uh, not, you know, by his own doing, but just by, you know, with having to deal with what he's dealt with, both physically and mentally, uh, and, and this sort of his, I wouldn't say his absence from the entire game, but certainly prior to last year, you know, it was two or three years, uh, you know, really since he was any factor uh you know these guys you know certainly saw that and then these guys are again they're they're pretty talented so that intimidation factor uh may not be as as strong as it once was for tiger uh and i think these guys you know feed off off that but i also think they embrace the fact that you know they're going up against arguably you know maybe the greatest player that ever played the game or certainly one of the best that's ever played the game and and that's motivating to these guys. Yeah, it has to be funner for them. Uh, and it shows the power of Tiger that he still has uh, after all these years. But me and Cam have talked about this. Uh, and um, uh, and I was wondering, like, everyone was so happy for Tiger when he won. It was such a great moment. There was a lot of players waiting for him in the clubhouse. And I get it. But isn't there a danger? Like, if Tiger comes out and, let's say, hypothetically wins again this week, Mark, then it's like, you know what? Mm. Maybe we got to stop, like, sort of, A, feeling happy for this guy and realize he's out to kill us. Like, I think deep down inside, Tiger still is that hitman, and he's thinking, yeah, thanks for the love, Ricky. Thanks for the love, bro. And then, you know, on game day, there there he is. Bye-bye. You know what I'm saying? It's like he's got his game. Like, he's just sort of got a deeper game face than everybody. You know you know what I'm saying, Mark? Oh, absolutely. I mean, he is without question. I mean, I've now been covering the game from a broadcaster standpoint for, for over 15 years, I've been around professional golf, you know, 35 years. And uh, without question, he is the most mentally tough player I've ever seen. The best competitor you've seen in in a sport. I'm sorry. I said the best competitor and like competitive edge. Like, like, does he bring that, like you said, the intimidation factor, right? I mean, mean, again, I mean, without question, at, at, at the prime of his career, without question, uh, he was. Um, you know, I saw a little bit of Jack Nicholas. I saw some of Arnold Palmer, uh, you know, Greg Norman, and then some of his other top players. But Tiger certainly has set himself apart uh, in, in that aspect of it. But uh, like you said, I mean, I, you know, as a player, you know, yeah, I may, I may think uh, Tiger is better than me, but if, if I don't go out there with the right attitude and thinking that I can beat him, then I'm not going to have any chance. There was that old adage uh, that with Jack Nicholas that uh, he would beat this guy, and there was a guy on tour. And the funny thing is, you know, Jack knew he was going to beat you, and you knew Jack was going to beat you, and yeah. Jack knew you knew he was going to beat you. And certainly, that was for a time that appeared that way. And and I would even go back to the Masters. I mean, a lot of people say, well, you know, all these guys faulted under the pressure. Uh, I, I would disagree with that. Uh, I think Tiger, you know, had an opportunity and he seized that moment. Those other players were right there. Brooks Kepka probably, in, in all aspects, probably should have won uh, the Masters, even despite the mistake at at, at the 12th hole, uh, because he, he missed two really makeable putts on 17 and 18. 
So, I, I, yeah, again, while the factor may have been there, and certainly without question the fans and patrons at Augusta were behind Tiger, uh, I would say, yeah, I mean, he still has, has that, that, that demeanor about him. But I would say it's probably not quite as strong as it used to be because, I think, again, these players believe in themselves so much. All right, we've only got about two, three minutes left here. So I wanted to ask you about almost the antithesis, and I don't mean it disrespectfully, but to me, I look at Dustin Johnson, and he's just too good of a player mm. to only have one major win. And I don't know if he lacks that killer instinct. So I wanted to ask you your quick take on Dustin and then uh, who should me and Cam legally bet on uh, this uh, this weekend to win a PGA <laughs> championship? <laughs> well, I, without question. I mean, you look at – I mean, Dustin's won – he's won 20 events. He's won a tournament every season on tour, and that's an unbelievable accomplishment. And I, I can I can see that people would sort of take that. He, he seems disinterested at times. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's only got one major championship. But uh, I would also point to the fact that other than Tiger Woods, he's got the most World Golf Championships. Uh, and Tiger's, I think he's got 18 or whatever, and I think DJ's got five or six now. Uh, I also think it's attributed to his sort of personality. I think it's easy uh, for people to kind of view that as maybe not caring. But I can assure you he cares about how he plays. And he's trying every time uh, uh, to, to win a golf tournament. And I would attribute some of it, obviously, to the, the really the depth of players on the PGA Tour. Uh, but, you know, Ken, of course, DJ's had a couple instances. He had, you know, the Whistling Straits at the U.S. Open at Pebble Beach in 2010. Uh, and maybe one or two other ones, uh, you know, at the U.S. Open at Chambers Bay. Uh, but until you've been in that position and you deal not only with the external pressures, but the internal pressures that you put on yourself, um, to think that he doesn't care, I think, would be a big mistake. So, who do you got this week? Well, you know, um, you know, I think uh, sentimentally, I certainly would love to see Tiger uh, <laughs> be there. Uh, I think, without question, Brooks Kepka is going to be there. I think Dustin Johnson is going to be there. Um, it's going to be a tough. I think task for like a dark horse to come in and, and kind of win. Yeah, I mean, over yeah. the years there have been some first time and only winners of the PDA championship. Uh, I just think with, with what the conditions are going to be weather wise, I mean, it's, by the weekend, the conditions are going to be nice, but again, you're still going to have a pretty soft golf course. Uh, you know, I'd look for a guy that, you know, again, hits it a long way and it's pretty consistent. And Dustin Johnson is, is certainly one of the better long drivers of the golf ball. Uh, out there, um, I think I think you got to look at Kepka and, and, and Dustin Johnson, and without question, there's going to be some other guys in the mix. In the mix, but uh, I think if you focus on those two, you got a pretty good chance. Thank you very much, Mark Carnival. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Okay. 
in the pit. Yeah. Uh, it's a great, uh, great segment. I actually paid it. You should be paying attention all the time. Man. All the problem. time. Yeah. Come yeah. on, man. Don't, like, uh, yeah. don't you love our show? You're our buddy. Like, you're supposed to say, hey, hey. We love listening to the show. No, no. Listen, I was just uh, busting your ball. I was just busting your chest. Yeah. Well, your bladder's not acting up. Not so far. I mean, uh, like, I eat something uh, that kind of, like, would settle in and rather than just flow right through. You know, so, yeah. like, yeah, it kind of settled in. Let me do the show, and then uh, yeah, after the show is over, I'll be uh, running to the restroom there, buddy. Yeah, yeah. I've got a Snickers bar I'll tell you, I'll tell, I don't want to waste time. We're going to the top of the hour, but the next segment, Gabe, I'll tell you, I got one of the biggest scores I've had at the grocery store, like, ever. Like, they made a mistake. You might be the beneficiary <laughs> of it when you come over on Sunday. I got some breaded shrimp for four bucks for a box of them, regularly thirteen ninety nine. No problems with the tags or anything. I bought the whole tray. Six Bargain bucks. shopping with Cam. I'm going to play that get, promo uh, again. Yeah, no, we'll get into the shrimp in the 5 o'clock hour, but we'll also get hey. into this. We'll have a couple of minutes. And yep. uh, our apologies. Listen, uh, Mark was really good, but he was very deliberate. Like, there was a couple of questions we wanted to get into him, but we ran out yep. of time. Um, and Cam wanted to get to the uh, John Daly golf cart situation is John Daly's going to be playing in the PJ championship and uh, they're letting him ride in a golf cart and ridiculous. What is this? A pro-am? I agree. Golf I, cart. I, I think, well, what the hell's going on here, Cam? Here's the deal. Casey Martin had a disease and he, he can has a golf cart because that's different. John Daly has arthritis. Gabe, you know, what? I have arthritis in my leg. You're an overweight guy. You're playing in this tournament. I think it's ridiculous. And when they asked Tiger Woods about it today, I thought he was going to be diplomatic. You know what his answer was about the John Daly cart? I walked in a playoff against Rocco Mediate on a broken leg. So he basically is calling <laughs> out Daly to say, you know what, bud? I don't care about y- your golf cart. And I'm, you know what? It it's a disgrace. John it's Daly a, should is, be it embarrassed. Is, he it should is, be embarrassed. I, I agree with you, Gabe. Like, I, I'm not taking the approach. Like, you should not be riding a cart in the PGA Championship. Part of walking for four days, it's a long course. He should be embarrassed. You're not healthy enough to play. play. You can't play. You can't walk. I agree. Hey, Daly, Maybe I know you want before. Eat, like, two buckets of chicken wings and drink 82 beers and smoke two packs of smokes. Hey, I'm fine. God bless him. I'd love to party with John Daly. And it doesn't give you the right to drive a golf cart because you're fat and lazy. Excellent point. Oh, come on, man. I know. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. from Game Time Decisions. It's right, Gabe. I'm with you, buddy. Uh, you got Ryan Carp. You're out of the tournament. Playoff hoops action back tonight. Game one of the Western Final. Golden State hosting Portland tonight at nine. Warriors laying seven and a half total up to two twenty and a half. Kevin Durant out tonight. Reevaluated on Thursday. He could miss a few games for the Golden State Warriors. And we got the Raptors Bucks series that kicks off tomorrow night at eight thirty. Bucks minus six two eighteen. Series price Milwaukee minus three hundred. Toronto plus two forty. And, hey, before the game tonight, though, it is draft lottery time tonight from Chicago. We've been waiting for this one. The NBA's annual draft lottery takes place at 8.30 before game one of the Western Conference Final. And for the first time since 2005, the lottery odds have changed. Impacted are the NBA's worst New York Knicks. Their chances of selecting first overall are very, very good, but their odds have diminished under the new system. 
The NBA's worst team went from having a 25% chance to a 14% chance of winning now. This is to encourage teams from tanking in their season, and it's a really good move, too. The worst the Knicks can do is get the fifth pick under the old system. Fourth would be the worst that they can do. So here, here's the way it goes down, right? We got the, the New York Knicks. We got the Cleveland Cavaliers and Phoenix. They got 14% chances of winning. Chicago, 12.5%. Atlanta, 10.5%. They round out the top five. Washington sits at 9%. New Orleans, Memphis, and Dallas all at 6 Minnesota at 3 The Lakers have a 2% chance of winning. Sacramento, Miami, and Charlotte have the lowest odds on the board to win the one pick at 1% each. The Minnesota Timberwolves plan to interview Miami Heat assistant coach Juwan Howard and Blazers assistant David Vanderpool for their head coaching job in the upcoming days. Uh, yeah, MLB in progress right now. We got the Indians and White Sox. We hit the White Sox last night, but now the Tribe murdering Chicago. He gone 9-0. Bad guys in the bottom of the eighth inning there. So we'll get to the rest of the baseball board at the end of the update here. NHL playoff action tonight, 8 o'clock. Carolina and Boston. Canes minus a buck 25, total five. Bruins leading the best of seven series, two to nothing. The Canes still not announcing who's going to be starting in goal for them. That'll be a game time decision. Odell Beckham Jr. ready and on the gridiron. He participated in his first on-field practice with the Cleveland Browns today. Also made a few stellar catches. Free agent defensive end Deion Jordan has received a 10-game suspension for violating the NFL's policy on performance-enhancing drugs using Adderall. After a courageous battle with cancer, Buffalo Bills superfan Ezra Castro, a.k.a. Pancho Bila, has died at the age of 39. He will be always remembered by Bills Nation and a very important part of Bills Mafia. Bad news for the Dodgers. Pitcher Julio Urias was arrested on suspicion of domestic battery following an incident at LA shopping area. A witness telling police that Urias was arguing with a woman before shoving her to the ground. This according to TMZ. But uh, right now, in the witness telling Urias that he was arguing with the woman, pushed her to the ground, but the woman denied any physical contact took place, insisting there was only a verbal disagreement. Urias was booked on a misdemeanor charge with a bond set at $20,000, according to police. Here is the tonight's sked. We got the Yankees and Orioles. These games before 7 o'clock, 6.35, it's gloomy. Yanks, 258.5, Cashner and half. The Cubs, minus 130 at the Reds at 6.40 as well, 9.5, Hendricks versus Rourke. Two games at 7.05. Somebody's ringing my doorbell. Good stuff. Milwaukee, minus 120 at Philadelphia. Eight and a half. Woodruff versus Eikhoff. The Brewers have promoted top prospect Keston Hiera to the big leagues. He is the 15th ranked prospect in baseball, according to MLB Pipeline. The New York Mets laying 150 at Washington. Eight and a half is your total. Three games at 7.10. We got Colorado at Boston. The Red Sox, minus 250. Total eight, Freeland and Sale. At 7.10, Houston, minus 210 at Detroit. Total 10 and a half. Miley and Carpenter, Tampa Bay, minus 130 at Miami, 6.5. 7.40, we got the Angels in Minnesota. 8.15, Texas at Kansas City. The Royals, minus 145. 9.5, Miller versus Duffy. 9.40 action, Pittsburgh and Arizona. D-backs, minus 150. 9, Musgrove and Wheeler. 9.45, Toronto, minus 115 at San Fran. 7.5, Thornton and Vincent. Two more at uh, 10.10. We got San Diego and the Dodgers, minus 167. Paddock and Kershaw. And at 10.10, Oakland minus 120 at Seattle, total nine, Anderson versus Leak. Hey, stick around, everybody. It's hour two of Red Heat and Rage with Gabe Morenci. He hosts. I'm Cam Stewart. We got more fun for you, and uh, we'll talk to you real soon. More heat, Red Heat and Rage coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game, Game time, time decisions. decisions. Live 
Lights, camera, action. Sports Grid going live from the new FanDuel Sportsbook Studios. Uh, that's right. If you missed the announcement uh, this morning uh, with Mike Cardano on the morning after, the FanDuel Sportsbooks at the Meadowlands Racetrack is getting a state-of-the-art production facility. Sports Grid, nation's first and only 24-hour um, sports betting network, has announced a multi-year agreement with Meadowlands Racing and Entertainment. Um, so uh, basically, um, you know, to put this in layman terms, we've been going there so much, they figured, hey, might as well build this guy's studio. Yeah, I agree. So, uh, yeah, we're going to be doing uh, we're going to be doing a lot of shows um, live from the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands. We encourage a lot of you who are in the area and you're like, Marenzi, why don't you come here? And are you going to be going to this game and that? Yeah, you're, you're going to know where we're going to be. You can come down, hang out, watch the games. We'll bring you on the air and, you know, we'll get uh, we'll get the degenerate picks uh, when we're down there. Cam will come down and uh, and tear it up uh, with us uh, at the racetrack and the FanDuel uh, Sportsbook. But. Really looking uh, looking forward to this with the football season coming up. A state-of-the-art facility is going to be uh, being built. Um, the FanDuel Sportsbook and and the Meadowlands, a, a massive sporting complex. A little something for everybody, Cam. As you know, you were there. And I brought it up, too. You know, there's something cool about the Meadowlands is there really are. There's people that are, like, 21 years old. You know, young kids, sort of sports fan kids that are betting and hanging out, watching the games and stuff, having a good time. Their first experience with sports books. Horse crew. Horse crew. All the way up to the cranky 78-year-old lady hitting on me. That's right. (laughs) I remember telling Cam, I was like, well, I guess this is where we're at, buddy. She looks pretty good, Gabe. She looks pretty good. She wasn't 78. She wasn't 78. Uh, She's she's got all her teeth and and good winners, too. That was the best. The best thing about those uh, ladies were, like, you can't get a kid, like, it's funny. The horse program is basically like reading, you know, like the toughest calculus book in school and they're plowing through it. Like it's nothing. It's a very hard thing to do. And it's a lost art. Right. But you're right, man. Those seniors, they love the horse book. And it's funny when I uh, got my horse racing channel, I'm watching Meadowlands harness racing at night, Gabe, where you go. So a lot of fun there. And uh, that's fantastic. I'm that's great news. And yeah, you know, come football season, man, that place is going to be packed. It's great all the time. We'll be doing shows before uh, the Buffalo Bills and the New York Jets. Week one is going to be off exactly. the hook. Exactly. Uh, we're going to be doing live events there. There's going to be uh, like sports betting and fantasy conferences with the season mm-hmm. coming up. Uh, sports wagering contests. So stay tuned. We're going to have some cool contests coming up with the football season and fantasy tournaments. So basically like the FanDuel book and Meadowlands will sort of be the hub. You know what I mean? You come down for the conference, you know, maybe, maybe you have a draft cool. down there. A lot, a lot of stuff uh, you can do. There's a lot of rooms, uh, food, drinks, entertainment, etc. cetera. Uh, we look forward to being part of, uh, of the growth uh, of uh, the FanDuel Sportsbook. And, you know, I'm not just saying this. I, you, people can't say, oh, he's just shelling for FanDuel now. Yeah, I've been I've been one of their best customers, Cam, for the exactly. last uh, set, eight months. You practice what you <laughs> preach. A lot of trees are getting mowed down there at the FanDuel Sportsbook. And I'll tell you another thing. Just with the Vegas stuff off the top, FanDuel's got everything that you need. I had a great experience when I was there, and uh, you know what? That's the thing, Gabe, and now they have their own super contest. Seems like a lot of reasons to stay uh, in the Northeast. Yeah, the Northeast is is uh, is the place to be right now. Um, and actually, you know what? Props to the Midwest. Iowa. Iowa, added, yeah. Uh, Hawkeye. Iowa approved sports betting earlier in the day. Iowa is good to go. Our boy Jason. Remember all those uh, the farmers, man. Yep. Yeah, it's cold down there. You know, they like to they throw it down. Yep. Damn right.
wonder if they could bet on Iowa Hawkeye food. Um, probably not. <laughs> From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. All right, we're in a level two. Game time decisions, ready to range our radio. Yang on top of things uh, here. So far, so far, so good. <laughs> so far, don't get so too far. In. Can't get ahead yeah, of yeah, yourself. Yeah. Lots, lots of game left, Gabe. It's been a yeah, few we're, innings. We're and, uh, not even at half right now? yet. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we're like whatever, whatever, whatever sports show. Yeah, I don't want no <laughs> 15 yard penalties, yeah. no nothing right now. I'm, I'm, I'm running down the sidelines. There ain't nobody behind me. It's about to be a you know kickoff return right here, baby. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. That you're like our kickoff returner. I was gonna say that that yeah. you know we love you when you bust off those big runs, but man, when the fumbles happen, <laughs> you know, yanks the guy like that's the thing. Like when he where, takes you know, the glare to the field to the other, all, everyone stares at the guy that fumbles. The, the bright lights get caught up in my eyes and stuff. You know, I get blinded. Yeah, and then yanks the guy that fumbles always. Every time a wide receiver, a punt returner fumbles a ball. They always act hurt after. <laughs> like they always lie down. Like it's like, all right, people will hate me less. People are gonna hate me less uh, since I'm hurt uh, right now. All right, so we're uh, we're three hours away uh, from the NBA draft lottery. And as speaking of FanDuel Sportsbook, so as we stated, we can't wait to uh, start broadcasting uh, from the new state-of-the-art facilities down there. Um, they've got uh, draft uh, props up. They do a great job with the props. Uh, they got draft lottery props. Cleveland Cavaliers plus 500 to get the top pick tonight. New York Knicks, plus 500. Phoenix Suns, plus 500. Uh, Chicago Bulls. Chicago Bulls have a 12% chance, so they're right there, plus 550. Yeah. The Atlanta Hawks have a 10% chance. They're plus 650. The Washington Wizards. 9%. Uh, Wizards. Wizards' uh, chemistry would be a lot better suddenly, you know, if you threw Zion Williamson between Bradley Beal yeah. and John Wall. You know what? That does solve a lot of problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It shuts a lot of people up. <laughs> it sure I mean? does. So, what? Excuses? None now. Yeah, you imagine if you imagine <laughs> if Dallas won with Luka Doncic? That's kind of what I was at. Yeah, then they would have futures on Dallas. I can tell you that. <laughs> I got to tell you, I don't know. I got a weird feeling about Atlanta getting lucky. Really? Yeah, Atlanta, no, I like plus Atlanta. 650. I like that pick. Okay, so those, those are the odds here. And I actually did bet. I put my money where my mouth is. Whatever, man. It's like playing a slot machine or roulette or something. You're picking numbers here. Um, is it fixed? No. We had Mark Berman on today for the New York Post. And the NBA is very, very defensive about this rig stuff coming into tonight. Yes. So they invited um, they invited a bunch of media people. So there's going to be a couple of media people in the room tonight. We're still not seeing it, Cam. Yeah, see, it's, I uh, know. Sorry. <laughs> I, still not good enough for me. Here's you, another you trick, it. too, that Berman yeah. said, because I said, yeah, they, they bent the corner. And he goes, yeah, the corner. Remember I told you, though, they claimed the corner got bent when they threw the card in, right? Yeah. He said they froze it. 
Yeah, well, so that's Stern, the freezer. Stern picked yeah. out the cold one. Yeah, cold card. Good call. That's what it was. Yeah, remember the vapor? People were talking about the frozen card. I'm with you, though. We can't. We have to have ping pong balls with team logos on them. And I want to see them in the vacuum going around and around and then coming up to the top. In the no, no, don't worry, out. though. Don't worry. The guy from Ernst & Young is going to be there tonight. Oh, yeah, no. That, that, that guy makes me not worried. I'm, yeah, well, I have listen, all the confidence in the world. If this thing's fixed, if this thing's fixed, it ain't fixed for Cleveland. No. Bet on the Knicks. You know what I'm saying? If it's fixed, yeah. it's like, it's not yeah, fixed. Right. The lottery's not fixed. Right? I know. I know. I'm just saying. I think it I just, was in 85. I believe that it was in 85, but I don't think uh, it is. Yeah, a lot of people do. A lot of people uh, do. It was. It was. <laughs> uh, it was. It was. Uh, okay. So how about this? I like this one. This is a cool prop they have. Top three. Top three. And in, in the lottery. I actually bet this one, too. I'm pretty much a psycho, Cam. Yeah, um, you're betting them all, right? All right, so I have the New York Knicks to win the lottery. $50 pays 300 back. Nice. I have the New York Knicks to finish in the top three in the lottery. $50 plus 115. So listen, if they finish in the top three, I don't lose money. I win a couple of bucks. All right? If they finish first, then boom. I win uh, $407.50 if the Knicks, come on, man. Come on, man. Give me the Knicks tonight. I got $407 on this. And uh, just to prove you know, my, uh, my dedication to a FanDuel, uh, here we go, $50 Atlanta Hawks top three lottery pick plus 200 cap. Dude. They're the fifth choices it is. That's they got true. a 10% chance. Like, I'm getting plus 200. All I got to do is move up two spots. Yeah, so They're, here... They, they've got, I got to move up two spots. The breakdown, this is the, the... this Yeah, like, it's interesting. Like, when you really break it down, so you got 14%, 14%. Here we go. So 14%, Knicks, Cleveland, Phoenix. Yes, Chicago, 12.5%. Interesting. And Atlanta at 10%. The thing about it, Gabe, is... You got to like kind of like where Washington is because there's a difference between 14% and 9% doesn't seem a lot. New Orleans, Memphis, Dallas, six, Minnesota, three, like Lakers, two. That's Washington, a problem down there. Washington's kind of lingering, lingering. They're plus 750 night. to win the lottery. Plus Ooh. 750. They're plus 240 <laughs> to work their way into the top three. Uh, got a few teams to jump. Yeah, it's going to be tough for them. And it doesn't happen often, Cam. You know, it wouldn't shock me if the Phoenix freaking Suns won the lottery. Yeah, it wouldn't shock me. Uh, like, I don't know. Like, whatever. Dude. We, we, you're right. Cleveland's not going to win the lottery, right? There's no way. <laughs> I don't know. It's their ping pong. Well, beelines there. I don't. Yeah, you. You, you know, we'll see what happens. I guess. I like this though. The lottery's really exciting. I like it. It is. It's kind of interesting. You're, you, you people bring up are going to be point. bad if Cleveland wins. Well, people be like, you, are, if, you already won LeBron. You guys suck. No one like you. Tell you something. People are going to be mad if New York wins. You're there now, but uh, other than New York area, a lot of people are going to go, hey, hey, what's going on here? Then you'll see the oh, domino fall. And then all, Kevin Durant the- and Kyrie Irving come to New York, and then that's that. Exactly. And then people are like, what the F yep. just happened? <laughs> Great job, Knicks. <laughs> yeah, it'll be pretty the funny. Knicks, but The Knicks already I, I, sent the thing out. They're raising their ticket prices. It's like they, it's like they already know. I'm telling you, the Knicks already have his jersey printed, bro. I'm going to go to Models in the morning, and there's going to be a Durant Nick jersey. jersey. Side Williamson. 
Or your Williamson. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Zion Williamson, Durant, whatever. The thing that's sh- shocking to me, Gabe, is you bring up the point. So why would you have the draft lottery in Chicago when game one of the Western Finals is in Oakland? Why wouldn't you just do it in Oakland before the game and have everyone there? God, Chicago, Chicago's got a 10 per, a 12% chance. They could win tonight in yeah. Chicago. You I know, when Patrick that. Ewing, when that was in New York, it was in New York. Yeah, yeah, the hometown. Uh, the Bulls. I should have put some money on the Benny the Bull. Yeah, three Knicks, Hawks, Bulls. Those are your uh. tickets right there. And the winners are the Dallas Mavericks. Oh, my. Ah, ah. And people will lose their mind. You'll like my tickets, though, buddy. Come on, man. I got a plus 500 right here. I'm practicing what I preach. I got a plus 500 here. I got a plus uh, a plus 115. I yep, got a plus, plus 200 lottery. And then, I don't know if you're going to like this or not, but here I am, man. Call me Carl Contrarian. I took the Portland Trailblazers plus the seven and a half points. I got no problem with that. I took the Portland Trailblazers in the first quarter. I don't like that. I took, I took the Portland Trailblazers in the first F and half, plus that's four and a half. Now, that, that's a little bit, uh, that's big kahunas right there. First quarter, that's right, I like, buddy. Uh, yeah, hey, that's nothing, right. I want Portland to win. You know why? You know, it wouldn't shock me at all if Portland pl- comes out, plays really well, wins the first quarter, wins the first half. Boom. Curry does his little magic thing, and they yeah. win, but they don't cover the number. That's, well, that's why that, I'm calling it right now. That's what I what see What happened in Friday's game, Gabe? Curry, Steph Curry had no points. He scored 33, all of his points, in the second half. You don't think Portland Crazy. can get out to a lead and these guys grind back? Oh, yeah, yeah. Point. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you right me. now, without Kevin Durant, bro, Portland can play with these guys. I agree with you. McCollum's been on fire, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's, He's better than Clay Thompson is. See his prop for points, right now, points, assists, rebounds, and stuff. That's high. yeah, it's something to consider. It's if you high. like Portland, you probably like that over. Yeah, yeah, I played it. <laughs> what did you play? Uh, Hurricanes, <laughs> dude. I, I got the Blazers in the first quarter. The Blazers in the first half. The Blazers plus the points. Damian the Lillard Blazers. over. It's C.J. McCollum over. I'm a psychopath. Bob Blazer. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. NFL rookie football development programs begin this week, and those of you who are drafting the 2019 NFL Draft, these guys get acclimated to NFL life. For serious fantasy football enthusiasts and NFL bettors, you need to start prepping too. Roto Experts has you covered with the 2019 NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings anywhere on the internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing NFL dynasty, season-long betting, best ball, and draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play while providing you with the, all the data and insight you need to be successful at the betting window. Save 10% at RidoExperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. That's 10% off with the promo code FNTSY. The 2019 NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package only at RotoExperts.com.
Cam. I'm just enjoying a uh, Doritos Cool Ranch. Oh, yeah, Cool Ranch. Cool Ranch. Cool Ranch. Watch it down. Little, a little, little ginger ale. Yeah, why not? Glug, 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 yeah. glug, glug. Yep, nothing wrong with a little ginger ale. I picked up some ginger ale today, too. 12 cans, $2.99. I'm just, uh, just, just burning a hole through these uh, times. With Memorial Day around the corner, too, Gabe, I'll tell you, great week Thank for the Flyers. I know exactly what's coming up right now. It's like anticipation for the draft. for 12 cans. That's a very good yeah. deal. It's an amazing deal. Trust me. Like, right now, these, these, this is the week with, with May 2-4 week and a Memorial Day coming. This is when they get the burger packs out. All, like, if the sun comes out, hey, get your grill going. So pop and all this other stuff is real cheap. This is the week uh, to load up. Yeah, you notice that it's all... <laughs> like they don't put like salad and kale on sale. No, they don't. No, like wieners are on sale. Like you like smokies? We got a you know regular nine ninety nine, four ninety nine. Get your smoke. Get so in your other words, you've stacked on. you've stacked up on soda and uh, you get some uh, chips ahoy cookies too. <laughs> Not yet. Those actually they're on they're on sale in the next flyer. That's at the other store. So hey, if you're gonna save money, don't waste gas. Know. Want to get things in one in one area? I like to do uh, most of my damage. Yeah, I've always been a big fan of that. So what you you were talking earlier, what? So you, you scored a great deal on some shrimp. Oh, you're right <laughs> some, in your wheelhouse too. Campy. You don't you don't you don't like the gre- you don't like the greasy ones on the wheel. You like the butterfly shrimp, like the breaded ones. That's what I got. Yeah, yeah like it got to be breaded with the lemon yeah. and the sauce and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't I don't like yeah. the slippery. I don't want. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, know what mine were breaded, and they were regularly thirteen ninety nine a box for twenty five pieces, four bucks. I don't know what they had. They had too much. I checked the date. They're still great. They're good to go. No expiry date, no nothing. Everything that was left, Lisa took some. She took two, and I took six. Eight. <laughs> just went. I go, you want two? Take some there. There you go. You can have some breaded butterfly shrimp, too. They're going to be amazing. I'm thinking I'm going to have uh, spaghetti and meat sauce for dinner tonight. For yeah, I need something different. It's what we talk about. I'm really getting this... Uh, Everything tasted the same routine. I had pizza the other night, Gabe, uh, from uh, Domino's. It was 50% off Monday. Just not not the way it used to be. I'm very disappointed in all food groups lately. Just never satisfied. Like you don't I have don't to, know to what eat is. the same thing all the time. You're it's it's you know you know. I ate this fish, uh, broiled fish and mashed potatoes and rice. It's actually pretty healthy for me yeah, considering. It is. I like the fish. Yeah, I ate it like three days out of five days, and I went back again. And then one day I was just like, "Oh God, like gotcha. it's just too fishy." You know what I mean? I, I haven't been able to eat it since. You know what I'm saying? It's just one of those deals. Oh. Yep, I get um, it. I get it. Even Chinese food that I love, like I had leftovers. I'm like, it just wasn't the same. You know, uh, and I know. Chinese you, you food got the same palate. Like, you got yeah, the same palate like now. It needs to get newer. I need. I know what I need, Gabe. Know what a great dish is? Shawarma. That's something that's a yeah, little bit yeah. off the off the off the course. I think there's a new place down the street. They give me a shawarma. You could load it up with some nice uh, exotic sauces, like pizza and all the other stuff is getting to be pretty regular. I gotta I gotta add a couple more uh, weapons in my repertoire. I'm thinking shawarma is gonna be one of them. Yeah, yeah, I've got. Yeah, I'm there. I'm trying to trying to mix it up. I could use some Mexican food. Oh, good call. Mexicans got to get in my wheelhouse too. Not enough Mexican yeah. food. I got a fajita <laughs> kit. Dude, I should just go buy some damn. Chicken, chop it up and make fajitas. That's a that's a good move. Takes too yeah. long though. I don't want to be cooking all night. I want to be watching yeah, fa- stuff. Fajitas sound a little too healthy for you too. That's yeah. not your wheelhouse. Uh, I got to get a little healthier. Oh, you could put like big, you could you could put big thick pieces of steak in a fajita. Yeah, delicious. Hey, that's not bad for you. Steak. Hey, steak how about this? So, not too bad. 
How about this? I saw this earlier today. I don't know how you feel about this. So, with um, are you a Hawaiian pizza guy? You like the I am. The, the, I am. The, the pineapples and uh, and the ham. I do. I, I I had Hawaiian yesterday. We got two pizzas. One was uh, <laughs> one was Hawaiian, extra cheese. Yeah, just and the yesterday, other one, you had a Hawaiian yeah, pizza. Yeah, and my girlfriend got uh, pepperoni, uh, green pepper, and mushroom. That's her go-to. So we had two. Told you, fifty percent off. Bill, Gabe, I got two pizzas delivered to my house. Didn't even have to pick them up. Twenty-one bucks. What a deal. Delivered. So this is this, in, I believe, in uh, New Zealand. Uh, that they're doing this. There's actually a Domino's, like in New Zealand. Yeah. And basically, it's like a Hawaiian pizza. So it's basically, it's it's the cheese, the pineapples, the ham. Except for one reason or another, they put a, uh, they put a bunch of canned spaghetti on top of it. What? <laughs> I don't like that idea. It's hot spaghetti. I love, I love every canned now. spaghetti. No, you want now, I'll tell you. your pizza? No, but there is a thing in, in Montreal at like the great sort of you know, local diners. It's called Pizza Getty. And it's basically half a pizza and, and half a plate of spaghetti. <laughs> but it's not really? dumped on top of the pizza. Yeah, exactly. I, I like them separated, wouldn't you? This is crazy. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, I don't like I don't like mixing. No, you, you buddy, you got problems with like if the gravy, like the thing, the only thing that I see. Yeah, hey, I don't like I don't like when the pork touches and stuff. I'm like, exactly. Nah, I don't like yeah, yeah. But I know one thing that you don't mind when things touch is poutine. You don't mind gravy touching curds, touching potato because that's part of the deal. You don't mind that. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna crush it. I'm gonna crush a poutine when I get back this weekend. For sure you are. So what's the deal? So Sunday's the Raptor game. Are we? Uh, Monday's May two four. Like, are you uh, are you staying at the Novo Hotel or do you need a place to crash? That's the question. Like, what's happening here? Because uh, you're going to be in town, right? I don't. I take things one day at a time. But you're right. I got to figure this out. Yeah, uh, you're Let right. I, I'm, right not, I'm not. Your, I'm not your trip planner, but uh, I don't no, know if you're going to get back to New York on Monday. Well, I spoke to our boy Garner. No, I'm not going to be able to get back for the morning. So basically, yeah, I'm figuring out either I'll do the show with you in Toronto or. I'll be coming back in that afternoon. I'll, you know what I mean? I'm oh, going to okay. figure that out. I'm going to try to get back here for the afternoon. Okay. Uh, but I was speaking with Garner, and uh, Garner wants to hook up. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking at the ticket prices. You know what's crazy? That game we went to was like the most expensive game of the year. Oh, the Prez was uh, part of the, the – it wasn't It wasn't you working on the finances there. That was somebody else taking care of it, so – I'm not sure if you really hit the bargain bin. It was kind of like this. Yeah, is that's a good point. Cost. Like, yeah, he just sort of clicked it. You're right. <laughs> he didn't really. I don't think he really grinded for a price deal. You know, <laughs> that's my take. All right. All right. The tickets <laughs> went up three dollars. So yeah. how much do you think it is? Game three, Sunday night, what, Toronto, what, what, Milwaukee Bucks at Raptors. Uh, give me what uh, a seating ticket. area. Cheapest Cheap ticket? That's row. I'm going to say 170 bucks. Yeah, good call. 180. Huh. I just really uh, just threw that out there. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, listen, it's, it's not, the Western Conference Final. Listen, with us, it was it was it was a million dollars that time. Like this, you pay well, what did you pay? 400 for Demar Derozan night? Come on, now. yeah. Don't like, <laughs> mind 200 to get in. Yeah, uh, I can live with it. It is what it is. It's a new era. You know what I mean? But I I really wish I was at the game the other night on Sunday night when they when they when they hit that, but. 
it'll be a great atmosphere. I'll be there for the first game back at least since since all of this, and hopefully they'll be able to get a split in Milwaukee. Yeah, um, which I think they will uh, be able to get a split. Now, uh, I've seen most people like it's funny how people in the media, like I saw Stephen A. Smith earlier in the day, and he was sort of mocking the Raptors. Oh, they're just Kawhi Leonard, and you know, and oh, the Bucks are so much better than there. The Bucks won one more effing game than they did there. One and a half more <laughs> games. Stupid. Like, it's like, shut up. It's just so stupid. Like, so I see him and Colin Cowherd, and because this stuff's on everywhere, right? I'm in the book, and they yeah. have Cowherd on, and he's running his mouth, blah, 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 blah. And Stephen A. Smith, blah, 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 blah. And then I see. Um, I, I see uh, a show on earlier in the day with NBA players on. It's actually NBA players talking about the playoffs. They all pick Toronto. Nice. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, everyone in the media, oh, Kyle Lowry can't do this. And you know, NBA players say Kyle Lowry defensively is going to be a difference. And they're all saying Sergi Baca is hard, difficult, he'll make plays. Almost every NBA player is picking the Raptors. But the media... And the public, which is fine, because the media and the public go hand in hand. They're both Perfect. stupid. Exactly. They go hand in hand. Oh, the bucks minus 300. As if. Sign me up. I agree. <laughs> like, that line blows. I, I, I I'll be you. rolling in there tomorrow to take care of business, but yep. I'm, I'll be betting them. Raptors are going to win this series. I'm not telling you the Raptors are going to win the title. Um, ideally, Portland can knock off Golden State, and we can get a Toronto-Portland final, which would be sick. But... I'm not. I'm. I'm not just saying this. I. I legitimately believe the Raptors are much better than the Bucks are in this situation. The Bucks yeah. beat a bunch of bad teams during the regular season. They haven't played close games. They're not battle tested. They really are a one man team. The Raptors aren't a one man team. The Raptors were just sort of erratic uh, offensively in this series, but they weren't against Orlando. You know, against Orlando, the Raptors scored 110 points, 108 points. It was. Hey guys, it's not will, easy scoring on Joel Embiid and Jimmy no, Butler guy. No, it's like, not. You know, people I will, need to shut up. Like I will say this though, and I, I just look at it from a different perspective. Even though Kawhi Leonard is like a darling and, and a guy that should be like one of the most respected, the NBA is like the love for the Greek freak is almost like LeBron esque now. I think the Bucks are just one of those teams. They're like the darlings of the league. The Raptors are gonna. I have a feeling, Gabe, they're gonna have to outwork. Uh, the old stripes too. They're gonna have to play perfect games. Yeah, I know, but it's not like that. Yeah, I, uh, I like to think that we're it'll be evenly called. I hope Philadelphia so. series. We got screwed a bit, but it wasn't it wasn't brutal. It wasn't like anything they don't do with any other team. You know what I mean? From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Guys, suggestion, do not let the shot clock run out like the 76ers did. Wanted to take a shot? Open up a sports wagering account with FanDuel, Jersey's largest sports book, by going to FanDuel.com forward slash grid, and you'll receive a free bet up to 500 bucks. That's right, a free bet up to 500 bucks 
when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com forward slash grid. Plus, we want you to call into the show. We want to hear about your winning wagers. We want you to walk us through the bet. We always love to hear from you. But simply now, take advantage. FanDuel.com forward slash grid. Open up your new account. Claim your free wager of up to 500 bucks today. Uh, well done, uh, Joe. So speaking of uh, FanDuel and speaking of the Meadowlands, I'll be heading over there today and I'll be watching the races there. Uh, this uh, this weekend, let's bring in a man, a triple crown, a winner, one of the best uh, of all time, and something that uh, he won't care about, but I think is pretty cool because the only like really famous person that I ever shared a birthday with was Antonio Banderas, and I was unaware that Mike Smith was also born August the tenth, as I was. So mm. uh, I'm liking this. I'm liking this. Wow. Let's bring in uh, Mike Smith. Yeah. Mike, it's always a pleasure, sir. How are you doing this morning? Doing great. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. It's always a pleasure. Thanks for taking the time to be with us. So there's always pressure, Mike, right? From from the owner and down to the trainer, every race you go in. But uh Mr. Baffert, I saw him uh speaking yesterday and you know, he's he's dialed in this week, man. He goes, We're not coming here to embarrass ourselves. He said, you know, I have a horse that can win the race. We'll see if if he will. What's the feeling uh, leading up to the race as far as you're concerned uh, as you mount Improbable for the first time? Well, certainly a whole lot you know, better listening to Bob after the horse uh, trained yesterday. He was very, very excited about the way he went. and If he's excited, that means I am. <laughs> he's doing good. He's, not, he's a horse with a, with a real good chance. I mean, he's, his last three, three races, um, he ran well. You know, he got beat, but you know, you got to remember too, they were off racetrack, so might catch a nice fast racetrack, and uh, we'll see. We'll see if we can get him back on track again. I was going to ask you about that because he's fallen short. He's ran well, but nothing's gone his way. I mean, you know, he was in 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 the slop at at Arkansas. Uh, the Kentucky Derby was obviously uh, just uh, crazy. What what is the key for this horse? When you you know when you look, you think, all right, what what what's been missing for Improbable? Is it just been racing luck? Well, the off tracks, uh, like I said, I mean, although he's ran well, he he might not really care for him all that much. Uh, his, his his body language is a little different on the on the off track than, than it is on a fast track. And you know, we'll get back on good ground and, and see if I can get him to to run his A race. If he does that, he's not without a big chance. Hmm. Hey, Mike, I got to ask you, too. The news just came down. Your fellow rider, uh, Louis Saez, the rider of maximum security, he just got suspended 15 days by the Kentucky Horse Racing Commission because the way I read it is they seem to think um, it was kind of his fault that uh, that maximum security kind of veered off. I'm wondering if you can if you can kind of walk us through that. I mean, how much. You know, how much does a rider actually are you responsible for when a horse gets spooked? Do you think Louis Saez was in the wrong there? I certainly didn't watching the, watching the race. Uh, you know, I haven't gone back and really studied it, but I mean, watching it the first time, I mean, the horse. You know, it was more the horse than him. I didn't think he did anything wrong. Matter of fact, he reacted as quick as he could and try to try to straighten the horse out. Uh, again, I'd have to go back and really look at look at the film to 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 really understand and see what they what they what they're seeing anyway but from from that day anyway i haven't really gone back and looked at it since that day but that day i mean the horse got out and he, he tried to correct him as quick as he could or hmm. hopefully they'll they'll compromise and, and at least get it reduced anyway I'm, I'm hoping anyway yeah it seems a little i mean it seems like the, there's enough punishment i mean he lost the kentucky derby right Right. I mean, it, it seems like yeah, now it's just like, all right, it's a little, little excessive, guys. Uh, you've, you've already 
you've already made your point. So you mentioned uh, uh, Bob said that uh, Improbable was feeling good, and I saw that he said that um, his weight is really good. It's tough, isn't it? Um, have you? Do you prefer, Mike, do you prefer riding on a horse that's fresh coming into the Preakness, or do you want one of the better guys? Because it seems like, you know, history says that the Preakness winners have generally run in the Kentucky Derby. And I was thinking, well, I guess just because they were sort of the, the elite horses coming into this. But, uh, you know, what's it like for you and your perspective uh, facing? Do you like the fresh horses, or would you rather a horse that's it's already got the Derby under his belt, uh, but is healthy coming into the Preakness. I'd rather a horse that had the Derby under his belt. Uh, he's run a mile and a quarter, so he's going to be he's going to be fit first of all, and then uh, you know they freshen him up. They have those two weeks off. They don't do a whole lot with him, so when they come into the Preakness, they're easy, ready to run, ready to roll. Uh, and how many? Um, I don't know how many times Bob's won the Preakness, but I mean he he knows uh, he knows how to get one there, and I'm just excited. Like I get the chance to get on him. Uh, for the record, he's won seven of them. He's won seven of them. No pressure, Mike. No pressure, yeah. brother. <laughs> and in fact, he's tied for the race's all-time record. Uh, uh, I don't know who's, uh, I guess, Justify. Might have had a horse or two there. Yeah, yeah. might have had a yeah, horse or two. Yeah, not, nothing yeah. going on here at all, Mike. So, yeah, yeah you, just, you, you can just break a record for Bob, actually. Yeah, which no, which means we'd have to so give a little bonus, hard. wouldn't he? <laughs> yeah, you would think a little Maybe, extra I'm a, I'm, Yeah, there you go. I, I like I like the way you guys think. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. he can afford it. I see. Look at his suits, man. I mean, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what's it? What's it like racing uh, for Bob compared to others? What can you tell us? Like, uh, what, what, what's it like? Because he seems. I like his dry sense of humor, but can you take us behind the scenes just a little bit? What's it like uh, racing for one of his horses? No, I mean it's great to ride for him. He's got him ready. Uh, you know he ain't gonna run him unless he thinks he has has a big chance. And you know the good thing about Bobby lets me do my job. I mean, he doesn't handcuff me or tell me what to do. Uh, he lets me figure it out on my own, and, and that's what's good about riding for him. I know I can, if I need to adjust or, or call an audible or, or do something different, I know that I can do it and have a lot of confidence doing it. How fast do you? Like you've never ridden in problem before, but I feel like have you have you? Have you pet him? Have you been around him? Like how fast? How fast do you like? Do you connect with a horse? Is look, I, you know, I owned a harness uh, horse, and just you know, at Woodbine and you know Erie and you know the lower level stuff, Mike. And I always disliked when I had a new driver. And I was like, man, he doesn't know the horse, and he didn't, you know. And he'd tell me after a while, I'd get to know him, man. But these drivers aren't Mike Smith. But even for you, how quickly can you sort of get a rapport for with a horse? You know, it doesn't take long. You know, it's a post parade. You can just, you, you can tell, you know, five, ten minutes. I mean, I, I, I can tell you what his mouth's like, but I can tell you, I can tell you a lot of things, to be honest with you. But, uh, you know, sometimes the first time you, you, you ride one is the best time. It, it's, it's, it's happened that way for me, uh, quite a few times. And just hoping we can, we can pull it off again. Like I said, if I, at this point, they're so forward, man. You know, Bob's got them trained. They're, they're so straightforward. It's just a matter of, Getting them happy in the race and getting them in a good spot where where you think uh, you need to be, and, and then uh, they're, they're going to run well. I mean, it's just a matter of giving them the trip, you know. Well, I bet on two horses at the Derby: Improbable and Maximum Security. Um, and I'll well, be, I mean, you, yeah, I'll be on Improbable right this week. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah no kidding. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm dead serious. Like I'm laying it like down. Right, we're we're uh, no pressure, Mike. For yeah, me and Baffer, but uh, before we get yeah. you out of here. 
Who are some of the horses? Uh, who are the horse, other horses that you're going to have your eye on? Who's the horse that's going to be gunning for you uh, in this race? Well, I mean, anybody who I think is moving well and, and, and running good. So, I mean, there's a lot of talented horses in there. But, like, you know, if Order Will comes back and, and runs a race that they thought he was going to run in the in, in the pre and in the Derby, I should say, uh, he's probably going to be the horse to beat. So, you know, I'll certainly have my eye on him. But uh, I, I take no one lightly, man. I, I have a lot of respect for everyone in there. Uh, Mike, it's always a pleasure, sir. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us. Uh, best of luck uh, this week. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. There's uh, Mike Mike Smith uh, with us. Man, is he ever a humble, nice guy, huh, Joe? Like, man, man a few words. Like, just he's very, very one of the best jockeys of all time. Maybe, maybe the best. Guy's got nothing to prove anymore. This guy is uh, you. <laughs> there, he's been there. He's done that. It's Dude, the guy's uh, racing in the Preakness. Never met the horse. Crazy. He's like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe five, ten minutes. <laughs> Yeah. Well, like he said, he, I mean, you know, you got a guy like Baffert, he, the horse, you know, they, they meet before the race. Baffert says, all right, this is who you're going to tail. This is what I want you to do. And, and Mike goes out there and, and, and runs like the race. Too, they're, these horses, they're, they're smarter than you and me, Joe. Like they, they know what yeah. they have to do. Right. Well, they're trained, so they they're, go yeah. forward. It's not like exactly. that's it, man. Like, yeah. And Mike's like job said, is he the gets on. Thing. He's, he's just driving the bus, it. these guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's, yeah. Yeah, he's got to feel like he's got to know when the downshift, like he's got to he's got to bond with that horse rather quickly because he's yeah. got to have a feeling for what's going on. He's also got to have a feeling for who the hell's around them. But this it, is you where know, Baffert, this is where the great trainers come into play, right? Where, yeah. and it's something interesting. I don't want to get too technical uh, with, with him there. Um, well, not for his sake, but you know, for our sake. But basically, Baffert was talking about that improbable is a beast. He's like very, he glides, he's light on his feet, but he says he's clunky. I wish I should have asked Mike about this. He said he's clunky for the first hundred yards for some reason. Mm. He said he's kind of childlike. Like when he starts, he sort of gallops, and then he sort of realizes, oh, damn, this is a race. And then he takes off, and then, you know, so, and basically Bob was saying that he sort of puts himself in a hundred-yard hole all the time Mm -hmm. with this start, and... And it's funny, even Balford says, and Balford's the best in the business. He goes, I don't know why. <laughs> like he goes, yeah. he goes, I don't know why. That's the thing that people don't uh, don't realize. Um, where is it? As for a horse that's run so many times, he doesn't look like he's run. I'm really happy with the way he's been moving. The thing about his mechanics is he's really light on his feet. He never really struggles. Um, right, he's held his weight. Well, I really like him here. The fact is, Joe, I've been reading, and we'll get into some stats throughout the week, but generally the the Preakness winner comes from the Derby. They're better horses, Joe. Like, mm-hmm. these other horses are fresh, but if they were that good, they would have been in the Derby in the first place. Yeah, no, there isn't an improbable war of will, like uh, Mike said. You know, somebody that's had the Derby under their belt, they kind of get in that rhythm, and they're good to go. And, you uh, know, a lot of these other horses that you see coming in, they were held out of the Derby for a reason by these owners. So uh, it, it, that whole maximum security going down situation, the suspension of Louis Saez, it has thrown this entire Triple Crown year out the window. It's it's kind of a free-for-all right now, and we're trying to figure out who's left standing because as great as the Preakness is going to be, 
I don't know who's going to be left to run in the Belmont. The Belmont is the mother of all. I mean, there is nothing longer than what the Belmont and, and harder than what the Belmont brings to the table. And I don't, depending on who wins this round, I don't know who's, who's going to be left from the Derby running in the Belmont. I had yeah, no one. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's going to be all new horses. It really Dane is. Martinez. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be all new horses. Uh, it's a, it's I've never grueling. been to the Belmont. I'm uh, thinking, yeah, I was thinking, ah, maybe I'll go. I better leave now, though, right? I heard it takes a while. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it's a yeah, pack a lunch. No, like yeah. I honestly heard, like it's it's a nightmare getting out of there after. To pack a lunch, brother. You ain't. No, but see uh... what I would do? I wouldn't leave after with all the Johnny six pack waste case like frat boys. I'd hang around and watch the rest of the races. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, Let mm-hmm. them go, and I'll get out of there smooth after. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like, that's day. what I do at Giants games. I just sort of hang around after and don't rush out of there and. Uh, and, you know, hang around and drink in a parking lot uh, or whatever. But so, yeah, Improbable was a runner up in both of his starts this evening, uh, you know, earlier. First in a Rebel Stakes, uh, grade two. And then uh, the Arkansas Derby. And who is the horse that, uh, ooh, that was the favorite before he wasn't a favorite of the Derby? Who already forget? Who's that? The uh, game winner? What was the name of the horse there? Who's the, the, the horse that was scratched like two days before the Derby? Oh, at, uh, yeah, the, um, the beach. Uh, what I don't the know. Hell I'm thinking, well, for some Omaha reason, beach. I'm thinking of Robert Omaha Kraft. Beach. That horse, Orchard Spa. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, Omaha Beach is his brother. Oh, yes. Omaha Beach, yeah, Orchard <laughs> Spa. Yes. And for the record, I'm very disappointed not that we're not going to see an old man getting his junk tub. Yes. How much taxpayer money have they spent on this trial, Joe? It's been going on for way, a month. Way too much. Way too much. The Warren Commission didn't take this law. <laughs> hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope. And type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Game time decisions. Got to eat radio. Good job, Yang, if you can. Um, I sent you a link. You can get it, uh, get it set up. Just a quick little twenty-second, uh, little twenty-second clip here, but it's somewhat alarming, to be honest. Somewhat alarming, yet I gotta believe there's more to it. You can't just take twenty-five seconds of video, uh, right? Um, so basically, Cam, it's unbelievable. NBA, NBA lottery tonight. Yeah. Somebody in the building. Just filmed this and said, just caught ESPN's rehearsal for tonight's NBA draft lottery. Rachel Nichols just announced Phoenix is the winner. Hopefully this isn't a sign of things to come. Can we hear the audio here, Yen? Can we roll the tape? Hell, that's about. 
<laughs> that was just weird, man. Dallas got number two as well. Is that what it was? That what they just said? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't make any uh, sense. No. And another thing is that's a rehearsal. That can't happen. It's a rehearsal. And is it a manipulated? Is it a fake video? Um, or another thing is too, Cam. And they really would do this because it's weird. If you see the video, you can actually see in the room too. They're on the stage, but yeah. you know this, and uh, well, you and I have never been with an operation. It would be that detailed, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> essentially, because of the lights and the graphics and everything, yeah. they, they're not just winging it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you know For they sure. have to test. All right, the Chicago Bulls, and they think, yeah. so they hit the logo, and it pops up, right? The Phoenix yep. Suns, she, they would, too. It sounds dumb, but... They would make Rachel Nichols do a bunch of them. You know what I'm saying? Yes, All right, the Dallas Mavericks. All right, the New York Knicks. And it's a rehearsal. I get it. I like to it see is. more context to this, though, right? Phoenix won't win. <laughs>